Welcome to Cocktails and Capital, the working on your business podcast that feels more like grabbing a drink with your best friend. I'm your host, Sarah Tatum, that best friend. I'm the owner of Tatum Accounting, where we invite our clients to take a vacation from their bookkeeping. In this podcast, I'm going to give it to you straight. Talking points and vague tips, we don't do that here. There's a bunch of noise out there in the entrepreneur community, especially when it relates to finances. And when you're trying to run your business, you just don't have time for that. And I know that you would rather be doing literally anything other than recording expenses and logging into your accounting software. So I'm bringing you practical advice without any of the fluff, just like your best friend would. So turn the volume up, grab your gin and tonic, and let's dive into this week's theme. Are you ready to take a vacation from your bookkeeping? But your business is not quite there yet. At Tatum Accounting, we have plans that scale with your business, making them affordable at every stage. For the business owner who needs help with their accounting, but maybe is not ready to completely outsource their books, check out our new Office Hours package. With Office Hours, you get access to our private Facebook group filled with educational resources, webinars, and tools to make managing your books so much easier. The best part? Private, weekly, one-on-one support. Jump on weekly calls with an accountant to discuss anything and everything. Pricing, expenses, QuickBooks, we're here to get your questions answered. For just $150 a month, sign up for our office hours by visiting tatumaccounting.com forward slash office dash hours, or visit our show notes for the link. Now let's get back to the episode. Hello and happy new year. It is January 4th by the time you're listening to this and I... I'm so thrilled to be here with you in 2023. Thank you guys so much um, for tuning in today and hopefully for the rest of the year. <laughs> we have some really good uh, things planned for this podcast and for Tatum Accounting in general. And so I am hoping you'll stick around to find out what all that is. When you're listening to this, I will be uh, traveling from Rome back to Germany uh, to go see my family for a week. And I I'm just so, so glad that I have the opportunity to do something like that. Um, Our kind of our business financial techniques over 2022 and setting up the business for success in 2023 have kind of allowed me to take this extended time and go see my family, go see my husband and start the new year off in a really good way. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is how you can kind of position yourself in the same manner, maybe not taking off for uh, three and a half weeks at the beginning of the year, which honestly, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, not my favorite choice that I've ever made. It's the busiest time of year for us. Um, but you know, you gotta go do what you gotta do. So, <laughs> but anyway, We're going to go through each of the two most important financial statements. Um, We all know what I think those are. If you don't, we'll get into it here shortly. And then we're gonna go over a couple of other things um, that I want to make sure you guys just keep in mind while you're planning out 2023. If you haven't planned out your financial goals for 2023, or if you haven't planned out your goals for 2023 in general yet, this is definitely the week to do so. Sit down, make them smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. That's the acronym for making your goals achievable. Have the most likelihood of achievement. Let me put it that way. So let's get into it. Okay, so step number one, 
we're going to look at our profit and loss income statement, whatever you want to call it. We're going to look at that thing that shows us how much revenue we made, how much we put out in expenses, um, what our profit was, gross profit, net profit, and we're going to go off of that. So the three main things that I want you guys to take a look at is how much actual revenue you had over the year. Dial that into monthly, quarterly, whatever will give you the best picture of what your most successful time period that year was. The reason that I want you to do this is because then you can allocate your time to those busy periods to be more focused in your business versus on your business. The time periods where revenue is a little bit slower, where the, we call it the cold, cold season versus the hot season. So the cold season is where you want to spend time on your business. You're not getting as many sales. You're not getting as many console calls. Maybe, um, that's the time period when we're going to work on the business. And that could be your marketing efforts. It could be your admin, could be your bookkeeping. Um, <laughs> it could be anything that is not directly related with your consumer and your hot season when your revenue is just flowing in money is pouring into you. That's when you're going to be focused on your customer, on delivering that really great client experience. Not that you don't want to focus on that all year, but that is your main time. That It's not the time for being on the business, right? So recap that. We're going to use our revenue to determine our hot and our cold seasons and when we're working on the business versus in the business, okay? Second thing we're going to do is we're going to look at our cost of goods sold. And we're going to figure out how much money we are actually spending on producing all of these products. What is your net profit on these products? Are you actually making money on everything? Do you have some products that are loss leaders? Do we want to cut those? Do you want to increase prices on those? Do, are you okay with having loss leaders in your product line or your service line? For example, I just did the same thing with our packages and determined that we actually have two loss leaders within our available packages. So we're going to end up having to either increase the rates on those or we're going to have to cut them. So that's the decision that I have to make based on the available data to me from my income statement. Now, this can be a very lengthy process. You do have to make sure that you've allocated all of your expenses to either cost of goods sold or to an operating expense um, and that those are allocated correctly you can drill down into the tiniest product and figure out whether it's profitable or not. But if you are a product-based business and you are selling things like earrings, necklaces, bracelets, break it up into an actual category, not your actual product. It can be really, really tempting to figure out whether this earring is more profitable than this earring. But for the purposes of establishing your goals for 2023, Break it down into the category of earrings, bracelets, necklaces, whatever else you might have. This is supposed to be a, um, not a short process, but it's not supposed to be so extended. When you do your individual product review, that's the time to figure out what your actual loss leaders are. So for example, for us, that would be bookkeeping versus tax prep versus consulting versus coffee chats versus training. And that's the things that I'm going to look at. I'm not going to look at within the monthly bookkeeping. If mini getaway is this profitable if travel size is this profitable. If I had seven different bookkeeping packages, that would just take me forever. So we're looking at the individual broader services that are offered compared to the 
more specific service packages. I hope that makes sense to you guys. And then the third thing that we're going to do is we're going to look at those operating expenses, your fixed expenses versus your variable expenses. We've had a whole in-depth episode on this way earlier back in the podcast. So if you want more clarification on that, go back and check that episode out. I'll link it in the show notes for you. But what we're going to do is we're going to figure out where we might be able to cut costs. The goal in 2023 is profitability and more profitability than you had in 2022. We do not want to recess, right? So when you're looking at these expenses, figure out what is able to be cut. If you have some fixed expenses, like some subscriptions that you haven't used in six months, do you really need that subscription? Probably not. If you have a subscription that you are using, but maybe you're not using it to the fullest amount that you're paying for, say you have like a mid-level subscription with a company like Zoom, and Zoom offers a lower level subscription, consider reducing that subscription and downgrading so that way you can save a little bit of money. Sometimes the differences are about $10 a month. If you think about it, that is $120 a year. And if you have five of those, you are over $500 in savings. So it may not seem like a lot, but if you're a smaller business, that can mean a lot of difference to you, especially on a monthly basis. It can add up very quickly. So those are the three things we're going to do with our income statement. We're going to review our revenue trends. We're going to review our cost of goods sold, and we're going to review our operating expenses, see if we can make some cuts. All right, let's go over the balance sheet. So this is the second thing that we're going to review on our little process here. What you're looking for are your assets. And if they have increased over the year, you're going to notate anything major that you might have purchased that you need to talk to your tax preparer about being depreciable or what the best way is to expense those. um, If it's expensed on your books or if it's expensed on taxes, we can go over that in more detail some other time. But what you're looking for are changes in your assets and changes in your liabilities. So did your credit cards increase massively? Are you using more future cash rather than current cash? What I mean by that is, are you putting a lot of purchases on your credit card that need to be paid off in the future? Or are you using current cash to pay for your expenses? Are you using money out of your actual business bank accounts? The other thing that we want to take a look at is your equity section. How are your owner draws looking if you're a single member LLC uh, Schedule C filer? How are those owner draws looking? Are you paying yourself enough? Are you paying yourself too little? If you are an S corporation, do we need to do a new reasonable compensation study? The answer is yes, um, to make sure that you're actually paying yourself an adequate amount compared to the market. So these are the things that we want to look at on your balance sheet. This is probably going to be the more simple um, part of the analysis, just because there's generally not a ton going on on the balance sheet for most small businesses, unless you have a ton of equipment, unless you have a bunch of loans, there's not going to be a lot going on. So This is definitely something that you want to take a look at, even though it may take you less than 10 minutes. But do analyze your balance sheet, see where the bigger changes have been happening, and see where you might be able to make adjustments in the future for you to be more profitable and build more equity inside of your business. Okay, and the third thing we're going to do is we're going to review our goals from last year. Now, these could be financial goals, they could be product goals, they could be business overall goals, whatever you might have. Review what you actually were able to attain and use that data for next year. If you set yourself a revenue goal of $150,000 and last year you were at $75,000, that's doubling it. 
So you need to analyze, did you actually hit that? Is doubling your revenue an achievable situation? On top of that, is doubling it in this economy an achievable goal? So these are, you need to think about not just your balance sheet and your income statement, how those are affecting your goals, but think about the economy as a whole. Think about how consumer spending has been this year. We saw that huge dip in June, in the summer, and now it's kind of building itself back up. So do some research on what economists are saying. Is the market going to continue to uh, kind of have this boom for a little while? And do you need to spend more energy on sales in the first quarter, second quarter? Or are we going to hit that dip again come quarter two and then quarter three and four, we're going to see this rise again. So don't just look at your financial statements. Look at the world around you. Do some research about what is happening in not just your local market, but nationally as well, because it is going to trickle down into the local consumers that you're advertising to. So again, what we want to do with these goals is we want to make them smart. We want to make them specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. So you want these things to be able to be achieved. You want to be able to actually pat yourself on the back every now and then and, and give yourself a good job for reaching those goals. My favorite thing to do is to make three big yearly goals, uh, two monthly goals uh, for each month. I tend to go about six months out just so that I don't get too... Uh, neurotic about <laughs> making goals for December when it's only January. And then in six months in the end of June, I will make new monthly goals in order to reach those three big yearly ones that I wanted to do. And then what I do is I make five for the quarter. So we've got three yearly, two monthly for the first two quarters, and then um, five additional ones for each quarter. So the two monthly ones are going to help me achieve those three yearly goals. That's what the overall picture is. The quarterly ones are ones that I want just for this specific quarter. So let's say for 2023, I want to make $200,000. Then for my monthly goal for January, my goal is to hit um, $20,000 already that year or that month. So that's just an example. That's not what we're doing, but that's just an example. Um, for the actual quarter itself, though, my goal is going to be to get two more recurring monthly bookkeeping clients. So that is going to build me on a longevity basis. The quarterly is, the monthly is just going to help me attain that yearly goal. I hope that makes sense. I'll lay all that out on Instagram for you guys. So that way you have kind of an idea of what the heck I'm talking about. and It'll be in a visual. But yes, that's what I do. So three annual, two monthly for the first six months and then uh, five quarterly goals each quarter. Now, the other thing that this review is gonna be able to help you uh, kind of visualize about yourself is if you were being conservative in 2022 and if maybe you should be a little more risky on your business decisions in 2023, or if you were very risky in 2022 and you did some new things and maybe they worked out, keep on being risky in 2023. If maybe some of them didn't work out, some of them did, you had like a 60-40 ratio on that, maybe consider being just a little bit more conservative with your business decisions in 2023, but overall analyze what kind of decision maker you were last year and see if you want to continue on that trend for 2023. And finally, the last thing I want to tell you guys, um, when you're doing this review, go into it with positivity. Sometimes there's not always great results when you review your numbers. Um, or when you review how you did against your goals for the prior year. But 
give yourself some grace, go into it with positivity and an open heart and with the view that it is not criticism against you or anything that you've done, but is this is, this should be a constructive exercise for you to better yourself and better your business. So take everything with a grain of salt. Don't be too hard on yourselves when you go through this and give yourself a ton of grace. This should be a great exercise for you to do at the beginning of the year and should help you get so much perspective on how your 2023 is going to go. Because right now, you are the most in control of how this year is going to go for you. So take all that and go do your analysis on your statements. <laughs> I hope you guys have an absolutely beautiful 2023. I can't wait to share this year with you guys. And I thank you so, so much for listening. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and follow Tatum Accounting on Instagram. You can also do us a huge favor by leaving a review. It's the best way to support us. Let's catch up next week, same time, same place.